Yes! I'm fiercely proud of it. Hello, you're on the air. Well, I'll be a son of a bitch. You can't say that on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. Hello, you're on the air. Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to HWA Radio here, show uh, episode number 18. Joining me, of course, as always, is good old CR. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be here. Look forward to the podcast every week. And with that, we have, uh, well, this, this this week was an exciting week. It was the total wrap-up of the belt lock-ins, and it had a, quite a bit of an effect on the uh, men's power ranking. Let's go ahead and start with that. Well, yes, it certainly did. We go with the men's power rankings, of course, uh, number one, the world champion, Katungi, number two. The new inner horseman champion, Bob Zombie. <laughs> We're going to be talking about that for a little bit. And I guess that looks like that means the old rubber duck won't be at the pay-per-view. And by golly, I can tell you, I'm not too, I'm not going to shed a tear for that man. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a couple steps before he gets to that world title. So that'll be next season. Uh, number three, of course, the uh, television champion, Sabu. Uh, now the, the the rather big shakeup, if you will. Uh, coming in at number four is the snowman who moves up number one, or moves up one spot, I should say. Number five, and we didn't know that this guy had a first name, but apparently he does. It's Ebenezer Spooge. <laughs> we just call him Spooge for short, but that's great. He's uh, he's he's uh, he moves up one spot as does, as does Nigel Zark. He moves up one spot to six. Fuzz Pigman up one spot to seven. And the uh, number eight, number eight was the Gimp. He had his uh, big victory over Big Dick Gazinia, so he uh, breaks into the rankings. Uh, number nine is the Bandit with the controversial victory over the Corporal. By golly, I'll tell you, uh, I understand we have uh, something later that uh, a certain member of CSE is not very happy. I, I heard a rumor about that. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, uh, number 10, the Rubber Duck tumbles uh, seven spots to round out the top 10. And uh, I guess he's getting some respect uh, after all he held on to that Inner Horseman title for many, many weeks. And, uh I guess the uh, the championship committee or the uh, the, the uh, board of directors felt that that was worthy of at least remaining in the top ten for now. So, so he's he's at number number ten, and of course falling out corporal punishment again after that controversial match with with uh, <clears throat> excuse me the um, the bandit Crow Magnon <laughs> and the Goldfather also tumble out of the top ten. So with that and with the women's power rankings, I guess we and, haven't had any changes there. No, there was no women's matches this past week. So the uh, t- actually they have reigned pretty much. Uh, unchanged for a couple of weeks now. BT Goth, the women's champion, is number one. Misty Furberger, the national champion, at two, three, four, and five. Uh, hold steady with Morning Glory Hole, Mosh Pit Mario, and Masato Mayhem. I'm looking forward to Morning and Mosh Pit. When they come up against the champions, I think it's going to be a lot going on there. All right. Should be the- exciting matches. I look forward to them. That's right. And uh, with that, we're going to let's go into show 45 <laughs> we're at. And oh, <laughs> have your uh, have your niece on the on the ranch there today, there, CR. <laughs> well, yes, uh, they came out to ride the horses, and uh, apparently, uh, you know, it's getting dark out here earlier, so they just got in from the old bunkhouse, I guess. Uh, just keep uh, keep obscene Gene away from there. Just try to corrupt them somehow. Give them- oh, Gene's out in his little cabin there. He's <laughs> he's probably passed out knowing him. I Christ, I picked him up a case of vodka last week. I think half of it's gone. <laughs> All right, so we're starting off with the three strikes tournament here. This is the second round of, or the second part of the first round, uh, starting off with Bones McIntyre and Bufu the Clown. And uh, going into this match, I, I expected some good scraping, at least decent, you could say. Uh, but I got to say, these two men just did not show any sign of urgency, especially Bufu. I don't know what's going on with him. He seems to be in this just this downward spiral after a first round performance like that. It, it doesn't look good for him for next week, not at all. No, uh, the big fella, like I said, it's just. Uh- I don't know what's wrong with him. Ever since he changed his little uh, look here and tried to reinvent himself, he's had nothing but disaster and uh, has not performed well as of late. And of course, uh, like you said, this show no no urgency, no no uh, nothing. Just they, both men in this match, I thought were completely flat. I think he sees uh, himself in the mirror with that referee shirt on. He tries to punch him and he keeps hurting his hand. 
Well, maybe, maybe he gave himself a headbutt and knocked himself silly. <laughs> uh, he didn't need much to make that happen. Uh, now I, I realize there's not a whole lot to talk about in this match. The Bonesy pulled pulled off one move I really liked. It started out with a power bomb, but Bones just kept kind of going, let the let the momentum go with him, and and sends Bufu flying down the turnbuckles like a xylophone. And uh, we're not used to Bones having. I mean, Bones has his spinal tap. He has uh, the uh, the uh, craniotomy, uh, but uh, de- definitely get kind of lackluster moves. This is a, a nice look for him. This this dazzle move that he pulls off. Uh, we don't see much of that from Bones, but uh, maybe in in the future, he's. I think he's trying to uh, change himself a little bit trying to add some razzle dazzle to his to his efforts and uh maybe get some more get get a bigger fan base there i, I don't know but uh things things are looking pretty good for moans well i'll tell you maybe he was just trying to pull out all the stops uh, uh you know whatever you, you want to do whatever you can to win these matches because uh when you're the the the, the biggest loser as we say the <laughs> third strike and you're out so Nobody wants to lose their paycheck, and I think old Bones uh, maybe he just kind of pulled something out of the old uh, old playbook from uh, from years gone by, and he, he tried to tried to dazzle us with something or whatever. But uh, you know, this this is I was a little disappointed in this match. To be quite honest with you, I, I expected a, a better uh, better showing from both of these men, and you know, Bufu, I, I just feel sorry for that man. I don't know what it is. Somebody needs to somebody needs a lot of fire under him, so to speak, and he needs to he needs to get back to the old Bufu. He's a crying on the inside type of clown, I think, <laughs> at least as of late. And uh, I, I got to say that, that even after the Mr. Q uh, didn't make it so well in his match, uh, Bones, uh, I, I think Aaron probably talked with him and said, you know, you got to do this. You got to do some extra things here. You got to do, do what you got to do. And uh, he did that, so that was good. But uh, we get to see the end of the match, and Bufu gets the spinal cracker or whatever we're calling that from Bones, and he just gives up. I, I don't think I've ever seen Bufu submit in a match, even a, uh, if he was in a submission match. But regardless, this has got to be just disappointing for the Ask Clown Coven. It seems like the stable, they got great management in, in the form of Keys, and he's a solid manager. But I think the stable really lacks a strong leader in the ring. And right now, you you would think Bufu, probably being the, the oldest one, the one who's been in the HWA long enough, he is just definitely not uh, what what they need right now. They they need something. Uh, they, they need a a marquee wrestler in that organization. Well, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, it, it seems to be that the, the man who's had the most success for that uh, the Ass Clown Covenant of late is, is Ebenezer Spooge. <laughs> he uh, is. <laughs> he's, he's very. Uh, good. He, he's he's uh, he's in 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 the couple of matches he's had. The few times we've seen him in the ring. He is thoroughly dominated, and uh, you know he's the newest member. And maybe it's going to take him a while. Maybe he's a, a little leery to assume that uh, leadership role, preferring to uh, you know kind of I don't know I'm, the, the word I'm looking for here. Kind of just he's letting the other guys you know take it. Right. What, I, what I'm trying to say, and and he he just feels like he's doesn't have the right to be called the leader yet because he hasn't been there long enough. But somebody definitely has to step up. And, uh, you know, Bufu, uh, it doesn't look like he's the man right now. Uh, you know, if he can get back that, that, that fire that he once had, you know, we always said that he, and the thing, you know, what strikes me about Bufu is we always talked about how he always seemed to be having fun out there. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out and, you know, the, 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 the little clown thing and maybe the, the little trickster, the prankster or whatever, but he, he always seemed to, he looks, he's not having any fun and, and he needs to, he needs to get back to that. He needs to, you know, get, get if if it's all possible, I really don't know what's going to happen with him. If he loses, you know, another couple of matches, he's out the door. Yeah. So you know, we'll see what happens. But he needs to get get back to having fun out there. And and it, like you said, Keys, he, you know, it's certainly not a a, a matter of this stable lacking uh, strong management. Uh, but somebody somebody in this in this uh, stable needs to step up and 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 lead the way and and try to set the bar. Uh, for the other wrestlers. And uh, in the coming weeks, we may see that it is in, in, indeed Spooge. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Spooge knows that Keys is a big Jets fan, and he saw Taunt, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Taunt, not Tarmor, Tarm Arnold. 
Uh, what's <laughs> Sam talk- Darnold? Sam Darnold, not Tom Arnold. He said Tom Arnold's somebody completely different. He slept with Roseanne to get his uh, get where he is in the world. But uh, yeah, he sees that sees that guy. He's a, he's a young upstart. He goes in there, and just it's a train wreck every week out there for them. So maybe he's kind of holding back, uh, looking for somebody else to take the spot. But I, I agree with you. I think he would definitely uh, fit in nicely there. Now we move on to the next match. This one, I was excited about this one. This was the antithesis of the last three strikes match. Both of these guys, Bandit, Corporal Punishment, they went in there. It was all business with them. Uh, they knew what was at stake. They brought the passion that you would expect. And uh, it was so much wor- so much more than the first match was. It just a solid effort by both competitors. Well, it certainly was. I mean, this match, was. Uh, it started off uh, like a drag race, and it just kept going. Uh, they let off like uh, bats out of hell, and uh, you know we're we're gonna talk about. It. I don't know. I, I hated to see this match decided by such poor officiating, which is basically what it came down to, in my opinion. Uh, I know what I saw, and uh, but both of these men, uh, you you are correct. They, they they brought it, and they they were they they both wrestled with a sense of urgency. Each man desperately trying to get that pin to get themselves out of this tournament and on uh, on safe footing with the uh, HWA. Yeah, it seems like there had to be something going on against the uh, the corporal punishment. It's been several weeks now. Uh, the officiating, to say it's controversial is, is just an understatement. Uh, one particular incident saw the corporal give the bandit an unlucky seven, followed that up with a pickup power bomb. Just the strength of this man is unbelievable for him to be able to do that. Uh, then there was a questionable two count. Uh, then the corporal hits this honorable discharge with a pin, only to have Joe jump up on the apron. The, the referee was already down. We've seen this time and time again. Uh, clearly, uh, a loss by the corporal was not for lack of trying here at all. Well, certainly not. I mean, I was I was completely shocked. Uh, you know, the last couple of times the corporal's wrestled, we haven't seen the unlucky seven. Uh, we saw it twice during this match, and we also saw at least at least I counted two, perhaps three of the dishonorable discharge. Uh, he had a couple of power bombs. It just uh, I don't want to say that he couldn't keep the bandit down. I mean, the, I'll give you know, you, we all know how I feel about the bandit, and right. you 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 uh, you perfectly. Uh, uh, damn it, I just can't find my words today. I, <laughs> you, you expressed my thoughts eloquently when you said the cheesy porn star must you know you know exactly how I feel <laughs> yeah. about that man the, the hip shake and the gyrating <laughs> exactly the gyrating and the pointing and the dancing around was a little you know idiot but anyway uh he's a tough he's a, he's a tough individual uh and i will take nothing away from his abilities he's a very very powerful man in that ring but it just seemed to me that the corporal had that match one on three occasions and there was either a slow count uh the old jimmy fong uh count to two and let the guy get up i don't know i don't know what was going on but yeah the corporal definitely he was in for a penny. He was in for a pound in this match, and it's uh, just a shame that he came up short. I, I think he was robbed, and quite honestly. I think we need to withhold Jimmy Fong's last paycheck if, if that's coming up. Yeah, I'm getting to it. What? What is it? Oh, set, you got it set up? Okay, we got a we got a message, I guess we got from Chaz here. I, I don't think I got a chance to hear this, but uh, let's go. Go ahead. You want to play it? Go ahead, play it. Oh. Well, you got to turn the thing up first, dude. <laughs> New guys every time. Big turnaround here in the HW. Good afternoon. I have a brief statement to make. This statement will be forwarded to HWA Commissioner Pedro X. For the last few weeks, the integrity of HWA referee Jimmy Fong has been called into question. Therefore, I took it upon myself to hire a couple of private investigators, men who work for me and who've worked for me for many years, a Mr. Moose and a Mr. Rocco, to find out what was going on. And what they found was quite disturbing. It turns out that Mr. Fong, his business ventures of Chinese restaurants and laundries, took a major hit during the pandemic. He was forced to borrow money to keep these businesses open. He borrowed money from none other than the newest manager to arrive on the scene, Mr. Fugu. It seems to me there has been some collusion, and we have proved collusion. We have followed the money trail, and we have found payments made to Mr. Fong from Mr. Fugu in exchange for certain 
considerations. No, I believe that Mr. Fugu has it in for Chad Stegner Enterprises, as in the Three Strikes Tournament, two members are now in the semifinals. And after the match between Corporal Punishment and the Bandit, where the Corporal thoroughly manhandled the Bandit and put him away on several occasions, only to come up short on the three count, I have had enough. So therefore, I am issuing this mandate. Listen very well, Commissioner. I am calling for Jimmy Fong's immediate firing dismissal. If this does not take place, then I will pull my funding for the arena for your pay-per-view, and you'll be holding Hellabaloo in a middle school gymnasium. Do you understand? I will not stand for this. And Mr. Fugu, you've just made an enemy that you don't want to have. Ask other people that have crossed me in this organization. Your time will come. That I can guarantee you of. That's all I have to say for now. Good day. Damn. Okay, I thought <laughs> I've never seen Chaz pull out of a, a, a deal like that, but he is using some methods here uh, to get to get the, the, the Fugu, no, not Fugu fired. Fugu's uh, one of the managers, but uh, Jimmy Fong. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked by that. That's some crazy. Well, shit. I'll tell you, he, he's not. He's just blackmails. What the hell he's doing? Really? I mean, he's, <laughs> he's he's basically saying this guy's gone, or I'm not paying. Oh my goodness gracious! Look, he just he is having to scramble to find a newer. Oh, gee. And I'll tell you what, none too happy with uh, Mr. Fugu either. I'll tell you, I, this is, uh, we don't, he, I, I don't want this man pissed off at me for God's sake. I don't, uh, you're just opening a, a, a can of worms and poking the rattlesnake, son. I'm telling you, it's going to be trouble. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Mr. Fugu, I could see uh, something coming up between him and uh, Chaz getting in his way, trying to pay his debts off or whatever. But uh, yeah, seriously, this, this could be a problem. Now, I know we're talking to Pedro Rux. Uh, he's, he's foregone his early bird dinner tonight to speak with us shortly. Uh, but uh, we're going to have that in a little bit. Uh, for the moment, though, I want to look at uh, both of Joe's wrestlers in the clear. Bandit uh, and Gold, Goldfather, they're in the clear. And uh, this has to be a relief. Uh, does give, if, uh, let me try that again. Uh, does this give Bunkhouse Productions an advantage going into the pay-per-view since they no longer have to think about losing a wrestler? Well, I think it does. A little bit of a comfort level there. But, of course, you know, we still have another round to go. So uh, there may be another manager that's, uh, you know, if, if – uh, uh, the corporal and Nico can win these matches, and of course Chaz won't really have to worry about it either. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just really shocked at, at this turn of events that we've seen, and it, it just really doesn't uh, doesn't make any sense to me why why Mr. Fugu would single out CSE wrestlers. I just don't understand it. I mean, uh, granted they hold two of the three top singles titles, and, and maybe he he feels that, uh, but neither one of those men are any in any jeopardy of being being fired. So I don't know. But yeah, on the bunkhouse productions, yeah, sure. Maybe, I think that, maybe it's uh, the fact that uh, Chaz ha Chaz has the most money. He is the money man in this organization. So you know, you go where the cash is. Well, maybe so. But he's also uh, one of the most powerful men in the HWA, and I really want him want to get on his bad side. Yeah. So uh, I don't. know. It, it's just crazy to me. But as you you know, to get to your point, yeah, I think that they're going to be uh, might be a little bit of an advantage for them. You know, uh, let's face it, bunkhouse productions, all those guys, they're kind of freewheeling goofballs. <laughs> to begin with, uh, except for the snowman in that organization. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. except for the snowman there, he he seems to be the only serious one in the bunch. But <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the rest of them, they they all just uh, you know bots around. Of course, our buddy there, the old rubber duck. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I feel sorry for that poor bastard. He he held on to that belt for so long, and he, I'm sure he was looking forward to defending it, and then then to come up short, it really has to get in his craw. But like I said, I'm uh, not really. Yeah, you're not, you're not a fan. For him. <laughs> well, you know what? It's uh, I don't. Uh, I don't want to say I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not a fan of his his methods. I'm not a, a fan of uh, you know the, the the eat a duck and the feather duster and put your balls and ass in a man's face. It's all but, about the crotch, <laughs> right? Is as, as is with whole almost all bunk. I think that, uh, like you said, the snowman's only man doesn't do it for someone's 
balls, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm getting off the point here. So, anyway, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, let's move on, in fact, to the ch- tag championship. Now, this was the big one. This, uh, this, uh, there were so many what ifs. FU Incorporated, Trailer Park Posse. And we say, well, if these guys, if the FU wins here, when they do this and they do that, but this guy comes in and the, the free bird roll, well, in the end, the simplest solution was the correct one, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> it was, in fact, the trailer park posse with the win, but uh, it was still fun to think about. Uh, something about the weeks leading up to a pay-per-view in the HWA. Uh, seriously, Sierra, they never seem to disappoint. Well, as I always like to say, you know, the closer we get to that pay-per-view, business picks up, and it certainly does here in the HWA, and you have a... Uh, a lot of uh, important matches. I mean, people just think that the, the only important matches are basically the ones in the pay-per-view, but they're not because you want to be, as we saw with the rubber duck, losing to Bob Zombie two weeks out. Now Bob Zombie is going to be walking in with that strap, defending the title, getting the, uh, you know, the, uh, one of the uh, main event uh, slots, if you will. And uh, so anything can happen. And we've seen it happen uh, in previous years leading up to the, uh, the pay-per-views. And I think uh, it only makes it more exciting uh, once we get to the big show and, and the matches seem to have more uh, urgency and, and, and carry more weight. Now we're talking about uh, Trailer Park Posse, um, them of course being a regular tag team, and I mean we talk about how in a tag match, the, the team with the most tag, the team that tags most tags best, basically. Uh, but in this particular case, the Posse only actually had one more tag than Fu, and I would attribute to the win to Easy Merle being geeked out on speed because he's just, just a crazy ass meth head. But uh, there had to be something. What other factors do you think might have gave the Posse the win? Well, I think the fact that they've been the team a lot longer. Excuse me. We always talk about that. Uh, and like I said, I do believe that if, if, if you incorporate it, if they do, uh, we'll see how, what the fallout is after the pay-per-view, if Katonia managed to hold on to title or what happens. I do believe that if they stick together and the more matches that they get, I mean, they've already shown that they, they can do the tags. They have a couple of double team moves that they use. They seem to have good continuity and they t- seem to work well together with each other. Uh, it's, it's just that experience factor. And, and, and you, I think the more that they tag together, the, the better they're going to be. Uh, and, and, you know, I mentioned this the last time. I just don't understand why Chaz would agree to these matches. Maybe he has no choice, but it, why would you put your world champion in danger two weeks before the pay-per-view? Uh, you know, a couple of those, uh, I can't remember what the hell you call their uh, one finishing move where it's basically dropping the guy down on top of his head. Yeah, the Crystal Crush by um, by Merle. That's, that's a fucking rough one. Exactly. You know, and, and uh, I think after the second one, it might have been another, another situation where Chaz kind of was telling Katungi, stay down, stay the hell down, do not get hurt. We have a bigger match. You'll be a bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so th- that could have had something to do with it, too. I mean, I'm not saying they threw the match, but I'm saying that after it got to that point and Chad saw exactly what was happening, it's like, you know what, that world title is more more important to us right now than these tag team straps. We'll get them, uh, you know, later on down the line. That'll take care of itself. But, uh, you know, hey, and again, like I said, the posse, uh, Kind of, they kind of strike me as the same way as the uh, the Bang Gang. Uh, when they first came in, they were kind of jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of success. But again, the more the more experience they got, the more uh, matches they wrestled together. You know, it built it built up, and, and here you go. And, and of course, they're going to be facing the bodily function. How the hell the bodily functions get another tag match, another title match? I don't understand that. I, the, the poor maniacal medics haven't been on TV in about six months. Oh, yeah. They held the belts for like five weeks in a row or something. I don't know. It, it just it seems to me they're getting the shaft from somebody. But I, uh, I think, in fact, the medics were getting were in a holding pattern because Fu Incorporated was also they didn't want to say if Fu won they they would have to match up with the medics and they, they nobody wants to do that. So they might well, have yeah, passed over. Wanna, the bodily right, functions are or not the bodily functions, but the the maniacal medics are definitely in line uh, to go up with whoever should happen to win, it, be it the posse or the functions. But you know, we, we we haven't seen them around for a while, and uh, you know what was it the last time we saw the uh, bodily functions take on the Bang Gang for the title? They they put up a hell of a fight. I thought they were going to walk out of there. That's so, right. Uh, 
Yeah, the uh, the Bang Gang was good. They held the title for a while, and now the, the trailer park has it, and the bodily functions coming up. Like I mean, like we said, uh, this win gave a much simpler setup going into Hella Blue, but the bodily functions uh, against Trailer Park Posse for the title. Both of these teams coming off of wins. Uh, this win, of course, for the Trailer Park last last time the bodily functions they started to show some continuity, and uh, this uh, at Halloween Hella Blue promises to be a very exciting matchup. Yes, I think it will, and I think the bodily functions are only going to uh, uh, build upon that uh, recent success they've had, and. Uh you know, again, another team. We always joke about them, saying, "Oh, they don't. They don't even deserve to be in it with some of these guys." But guess what? They're trying to. They're, they're starting to. You might laugh at their names. You might laugh at their ring attire. You might laugh at their whole uh, gimmick. But I'll tell you what. Uh, they're starting to. They're falling into that same pattern. You know, they start out as a joke. They get experience, experience, and damn it, they may be the tag team champions after this. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Some people might say they are the shit. Or the piss, for that matter. But <laughs> sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> but uh, with that, well, the, that's, that's one of the ta- one of the belt lock ins for the evening. And uh, we go now. We'll skip over uh, for a moment here. Talk about this match, <laughs> the Hell in a Cell match between the Gimp and Big Dick is in ya. <laughs> here's, here's where bad ta- bad taste rides high in the HWA saddle. And uh, we haven't even gotten to the Ducks match yet. <laughs> but uh, we we do get to see Big Dick is in ya for the first time. Lots of swagger going into his first match. Came down, really had that nice that strut to him, very confident. And uh, when you spoke to Dick backstage, I mean, coming into the HWA, your very first match, you got to be a little nervous. But what did Dick have to say about going into his uh, first foray here? Well, he said that he was uh, certainly up for the match, if you will. I <laughs> uh, was looking forward to it. Uh, he had a lot of confidence, and uh, uh, he is he is a very large man. I think he was about six ten, a very big man, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, I think he's. Uh, th- this is just the first of many matches he's going to have, and I think uh, another one of those guys. I think the more more we see him wrestle, uh, the more we're going to appreciate him, and the more that uh, more success he's going to have. And yeah, I mean, you know, another another one of those guys. I kind of have a tough time saying his name, but uh, <laughs> I really don't want to say his name in front of Gene anymore because I, I swear to Christ, he has like seizures when I say it. He, <laughs> he's he's so got I, some. I, I'm telling you, I, we were wa- we were watching we were watching the uh, the show, and, and and as soon as he saw. Uh, as soon as he saw him, all Gene could do was talk about missing lasagna night. <laughs> yes, he's obsessed with it. Poor, was it Miss Effie or what, what was her name that's got the dick no, on her shoulder? Uh, yeah, Miss Ellie. Miss Ellie used to her tapioca and everything. I told him, look, Gene, if it'll make you feel any better when the show's over, we'll go to the goddamn Olive Garden. All right, I'll get you all the lasagna you want. Just settle down. <laughs> I think they have tapioca too, though. You might you might have turned to stomach seeing that uh, that white stuff being splooged out into the. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good uh, good segue there uh, well, I, told him, I said i said i said gene at least you find something out about miss ellie uh early he said what was that i said she spits not swallows <laughs> jesus all right let's talk about the gift the gift definitely was not that sharp in the first few minutes or so he took a pounding for a while and uh, but his first move led to a scare. It was a scary situation. I watched this. The the gimp counters a move attempt by the by by the dick by the duck. No, the dick. And then he uh, he hits him with the clothesline. Gazinia goes over the top rope and just slams his head right into the bottom of that cell. Uh, he was he, well, he was limp. No pun intended. Uh, for a few seconds. Now was he knocked out by that? I think he was just. Uh, it was one of those things. You know how like uh, I think he did. I think he was out for about a couple of seconds. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see what happens with him uh, going forward. I, it, he didn't seem to, uh, you know, it didn't seem to have any real ill effects on him. Uh, you know, some people, when they hit their head like that, you can just tell the rest of the match that they're not there. Uh, he seemed to shake it off. He, he, you know, he was able to mount some offense and, and, and uh, muster a little bit of a, of, a, of a game plan going on there. But, uh, but yeah, I think he definitely was uh, 
shook up uh, initially, but luckily he was able to shake it off. I know when they when he was uh, at Chippendales, some of the women got handsy on him, and they'd some, every once in a while he'd get tripped up, he'd bang his head on the stage or on a table or something like that. So, and maybe he's used to it. Maybe he's just got that thick skull that's uh, needed for a situation like this. Well, you never know. Well. Let's talk about the, uh, the, uh, there was an awful lot of back and forth after Dick rose up again. <laughs> Sorry. No fun. Ah, who the hell am I kidding? Of course there's a pun intended, uh, but moving on, moving on. Uh, there was, there was one move that you had to be happy to see. And I mean, it was, it was this move. There were two ass whippings later. Uh, the gimp had the pin, uh, but that elusive move, that figure four, you finally got to see it. That must've put a smile on your face. Well, I tell you, I just sat here and I said, I'll be damned. Somebody learns, knows the figure four leg lock in this federation. I said, oh, and I'll tell you what, that, that, that's a that's a big pair of legs to be putting in a figure four. That's like a, a damn vice grip with those legs get get, get you tangled in there. You'll never get out. And uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I certainly did. You know, uh, maybe if, if if the big dick's ever in a submission match, he'll, he'll pull that out again. And well, so to speak. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll be able to see somebody. You know, but, hey, I, I was glad to see it, you know. Uh, and especially from a newcomer. What about uh, whenever, the, the, like the gimp reversed it, and uh, we we see like this guy gets the figure four, the one guy's in pain, he flips over, the other guy's in pain. I guess if your legs are that long and powerful, it's got a it's, it's a double edged sword, so to speak. It's when well, yeah, the pressure is twice as much. You know, the whole thing about reversing that figure four when you roll over, it reverse, reverses the pressure, and uh, you know, and and his those big ham hock legs he's got there, yeah, they they probably it was twice as bad for him. Well. With that, we move on to the final title of the night, of the night. Inner Horseman title, Bob Zombie versus Rubber Duck. The match with me, been, I, I've been giddy to see it, actually. You got the undead versus the latex perv. I, I would try to come up with something more poetic, but it just wasn't there. Uh, th- this was truly a main event to behold, though. The duck uh, showing even more new moves. One in particular was the, it was like the Huracarana on Bob and kind of did it onto the second rope. And then he falls, he runs off the other rope, he comes back around and d- does this sort of breakdance move on the second rope, gives him a flipper flap. It's, it just seems like every week the duck has something new to show off here in the HWA. Well, I'll tell you, the only thing he has to show off is how goofy he is, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah, flipper flap, jumping up and die. He must have been taking dance lessons from the bandit, for God's sake. You know, looking like a jackass out there, but <laughs> I wonder if Denny Terrio is still involved. Well, with you, 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 know, you never know. When I, I, a man wrestling in flippers. Jesus, I just can't. Oh, my God. How is that even legal? <laughs> I don't know how they understand. I just don't. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. No, the duck, uh, he, he shows something new. He shows off the new smell in his crotch is what he shows <laughs> off. And never goddamn showers, for Christ's sake. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> well, that latex doesn't absorb things very well. You can just take them out back and hose them off. He <laughs> probably needs to do a little bit of manscaping down there and, you know. Uh, I don't, even pull, I don't, I don't want to know about duck fur down there. Yeah, put a little old spice down there or something. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, that might burn. Of course, he might like it. I don't know. But well, uh, you don't put it on right after you shave. You know, you do a little manscaping, you trim, you clean it up, you know. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but, uh, God, there's so much, so much to talk about during this match with the time being limited, what we have. But let's go let's go through. You had Keys with another perfectly timed interference. He, he saw the duck. He saw the eat a duck. He says, you know what? But This could be it for Bob. I'm getting up on the apron. He does that. Just uh, just t- takes the pin away. Excellent to see uh, Keys is still on top of things. Then, of course, Jimmy Fong. I, I don't know what the deal with this was. Getting knocked over by a breeze as the duck ran by him. <laughs> it just, was probably the stench from his crotch and knocked him out. Okay, that's fair enough. We can talk about that. But uh, yeah, in the end, it was the uh, he got he had a brain scrambler put on him. Was able to kick out of that one. But that second one, man, I I heard that that foot smacking the head all the way up in the booth, and uh, it took the inner horseman title from the duck. Nobody else could do it. Uh, he did it. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing you've got to be pleased with the outcome of this. 
Well, of course I am. <laughs> you know, again, as I said, I don't really have anything against the duck personally. It's just the way he carries himself. It's, it's well, it's everything about him. Yeah. Oh. Whether it's his little ball gag or his rubber pants or his flippers or his mohawk and his tattoo and his fur coat. The man just disgusts me. The man is like the, the entire village people rolled up into one goofy persona. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> so we got, yeah, I got the, I got the letter. It's like, can I open this thing now? All right. Um, I guess, oh, I got to wait for, oh, we're going to call Pedro. Okay. Uh, let's try to get Pedro on the line. He's, he's got, he left me a message here. He's got an envelope and he says, do not open it until you talk to me on your podcast. And let's, uh, let's go ahead. Can we get, try to get him online here? Well, I, he's going to be awfully upset about missing that early bird meatloaf special. I know that. Yeah, we'll get it to him eventually. <laughs> Hello, this is HWA Commissioner Pedro X. Pedro, it's Keys from uh, Keys and Cigar from HWA Radio. Uh, we got your you got your letter here, and I, I'm at a loss. I don't know what this is about. Can you? Well, uh, you just wait. You wait one second. Oh, okay. I want to address something right now. I received. An angry message and a certified letter from Chaz Segner from Chaz Segner Enterprises. Mm. He is demanding the firing of referee Jimmy Fong immediately. Yes, we heard that. After reviewing the bank statements and the evidence that was gathered by his investigators, and given the fact that, well, quite frankly, I don't want to have a pay per view in a middle school gymnasium. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be great. I will acquiesce to his demands. As of 5 p.m. this afternoon, referee Jimmy Fong is no longer employed by the HWA. Oh, well, I got to say I'm a bit relieved by that because he, uh, of all the, of all the manager, or all of the referees that we've had, he's just was, I don't think he was here for, uh, for anything, but a little bit of strangeness going on there. Well, we all know that that means the referee for the pay-per-view will be none other than our good friend, Leonard Burke. Yes, he will. But I, I, I congratulate you on signing Kangaroo Jones for the next season. That's uh, He's going to be a hell of an addition to the organization. Well, we can only hope so. Uh, he can't do any worse than <laughs> Mr. Fong, I guess. And we were very excited when, when we were able to obtain the services of Mr. Fong, but it turned out to be the wrong decision. Right. Anyway, I believe you have my note that I, I sent you. You may you may now read that now. And Mr. Ross, I, I want you to pay close attention. Oh. Okay, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stop there, Pedro. I don't know what the hell this could have to do with me, but uh, I'm all for it. What, what do we got here? I guess get this thing open here. Ah. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, it says, Dear Country Bumpkin Rat Bastard. <laughs> I am filled up with... Wait your- a minute. Is he, is, is he writing this letter to Maggie Skunkum? Chup, chup, chup? <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. I, I'm afraid this is uh, care of uh, Pedro X <laughs> going to uh, good old CR. He says, I am filled up with your insults and degradation. You constantly put me down and beat me with your disrespect. Uh, you know you are rubbing me the wrong way. Jesus, God. You're in, you know you're rubbing me the wrong way, but you just keep it up. <laughs> I'm one of the hardest wrestlers in the show. Can we stop this? Do we have to continue this? Or are we still on the air? I guess it's a good question. Uh, okay, keep going. Uh, if you want a taste of that, I'll give, I'll give you a mouthful. Pedro X has agreed to let me do you dry at Halloween. Hello, good God. What, uh, what, 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 what did he just say? Yeah, he says the 31st is coming soon, and I am creaming to whip your ass. Sincerely, the duck. <laughs> what the hell does that what, what, what in blue hell does that mean? I don't what know. it means, Mr. Ross, is that you will be facing the rubber duck at Hellabaloo 
Damn. <laughs> well, what the hell? I'm, a, I'm an announcer. I don't wrestle for cause. I'm, I'm, I'm old. I can't get in the ring with that, that maniac. You will have no choice. Perhaps now you would think twice before passing vicious rumors about the commissioner and about blatantly degrading our employees. That will be all. I have to go now. I may still catch the early bird meatloaf. Good day. <laughs> Good day. Enjoy your meatloaf there. Dear God. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... We haven't seen this since uh, back when... What, this- what? 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 I can't say it better than myself. Oh dear I, lord! I, 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 I'll be announcing. I can't be wrestling. What? The, what are they thinking? I guess they're going to send you down. I have probably have. Uh, I don't know. Saul will be around. He maybe he'll be announcing or even uh, obscene. Gene. Oh, for the love of God, sakes! The man knows I'm not serious about this stuff. I mean, I can't stand them, but he's a hell of a wrestler. Oh my god! Oh, oh boy! Yes, uh, we better we better continue. This is, you know, there's got to be something in my contract. I'm having, I'm going to have Saul review my contract. I don't. I think I specifically have in there that I cannot be in any physical confrontations. I would think that. Uh, yeah, you would double double check the paperwork on that but uh yeah i don't look for a loophole or something like that because last i mean the rubber duck is it takes these uh takes these big guys apart sometimes and uh yeah I, I feel he's not even right. supposed to be at the goddamn pay-per-view we lost his belt we weren't gonna have to put up with him oh yeah, well i guess uh pedro x had a little ace up his sleeve there <laughs> that's what we get for interrupting his uh his meatloaf shit <laughs> oh, i never once called that man senile i never once i just Told it what I heard. Oh my! Oh Jesus! Gene, Gene, you won't believe it. Oh my God! (laughs) Is Uh, Gene Pesto passed out? Well, you have to tell him when he wakes uh, up. I just oh. All right. Well, this is hard. No, I can't. I can't go. Oh, if he puts that ass in my face, I'll puke. (laughs) Many have. So uh, we're going to see if folks. (laughs) This is a shocker. Uh, Then we're going to have to see. Can't get old CR out of this. I, I don't. I, I don't even think I can go on with the show. All right. Well, let's do this quickly. Then we're gonna do oh, a, a, a quick, oh, a quick preview of the other. Let's try to take your mind off of this and think about the uh, the three strikes tournament. We're gonna f- come with our final uh, participants there, but we also have the bitch of the ball tournament. And uh, I'll go ahead and explain this. We took the top two uh, female wrestlers and pinned them against the worst four female female wrestlers, and that's gonna be uh, we're gonna see BT Goth as the the leader of the women's rankings uh, going up against uh, Trina Vanderskank and Lucy. Fur, and this is a very interesting one here because uh, Lucy Fur is actually getting her title shot at Halloween Hell of Blue. So this could easily be a preview, though I don't think it's quite fair uh, considering that she also has Trina Vanderskank, who's a hell of a woman uh, in the ring there. But uh, for this, uh, BT God, she's a powerful little thing, but I've only seen her overcome great odds against one-on-one. I'm going to go with the team of uh, Trina and Lucy on this. Uh. <laughs> he's still he's still worried. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, with that, <laughs> let's talk about uh, uh, Masata Mayhem. She's going to be going why, up against... Why, why in the hell would you be putting your women's champion in, in a handicap match in this goofy-ass tournament a week before the pay-per-view? What, what, I'm not going to... Oh, I don't know what Pedro's, I don't know what Pedro's thinking, but I don't, I'm not going to say anything about it because I'm not getting it. I'm already in trouble. How can I get in more trouble? <laughs> I don't know. Screw you, Pedro. You see that <laughs> old son of Jesus a bitch. Jesus God, for my, he's going to put you in a, a hell in a cell with the duck and he'll lose the key. <laughs> Got to be careful. I'll get, I'll, 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 breathe, I'll, CR. Breathe. I'll tell you what. <laughs> God damn it, I'm sending Gene. <laughs> Gene might be there if he's around. Maybe he'll help you out. We can only hope so. I know. So. I'm going to send Gene to goddamn Pedro's house. He can, sl- he can stay there for Christ's sake. <laughs> Make sure that. Uh, See how you like it, you old bastard. <laughs> Good God. 
<laughs> anyway, how much more trouble can I get in? I already, I'm already gonna beat the grand. Oh. oh, this show's going off the rails, folks. This is this whole thing is really t- taking a turn, taking a turn for the worst, uh, especially for CR. But uh, going on to the the other ones, the, uh, the Masato Mayhem, the second in the lead, is going up against Katie Bang and Misty Furberger. Uh, Misato being a big girl, I, I would pick her on this. I, I think because this uh, this is not the the, uh, the tornado. Uh, tournament third t- tornado tag event this is just regular one-on-one they tag in and tag out so uh, i'm gonna go with masato on that and we have the, the winners uh, now here's the funny thing this the, the final of the, of the round could be a two a one-on-one it could be a triple threat or it could be a fatal four-way depending on who wins the, the matches before so uh but to have it to, to win it all i i gotta go just with the big girl masato mayhem on that <laughs> and since well, I, uh, we, well, I don't know. I know just, I'll take Lucy Fur to win it all. Oh, okay. Uh, she's gonna. She's got a chance at the uh, at that too. But uh, this this is a, like I say, this is a bi week tournament here. Uh, nothing fancy. We got the after that. We got the three strikes tournament. We've got Mister Q, of course, having lost against uh, I'm not sure who, but uh, we have the him going up against Nico and Oki. Uh, Mister Q, Nico, um. Well, I, I like the I like what I've seen from Nico. I, even though he lost that last that last match, uh, he fly, high flying, he he, he just uh, strikes me as uh, someone who could take uh, with his uh, his style, his high flying action. I think he could take a, a standard uh, skilled wrestler like uh, Mister Q. So I'll go, I'll go with Nico. Well, you know they're both uh, they're both the same size, and uh, but. Uh, yeah, no, Jesus. I'll take Nico. My man's going to need a Moscow mule left. He's going to need several of them. Uh, the other three strikes tournament uh, uh, entries here are Corporal Punishment versus Bufu the Clown. Bufu has, has just has nothing. Corporal is on fire after that loss. Corporal is going to tear Bufu apart. No question. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be in the ring with a pissed off corporal or a pissed off duck, for that matter. For God, I can't believe I got to do this. <laughs> All right, I take the. I'm taking the corporal. Chaz isn't going to let him lose. He just won't. And maybe Chaz won't let me lose. I don't know, Chaz. If you're listening, I'm going to need some help, brother. <laughs> Somebody get Saul on the line quick after this. We got to try. Oh, to I am. That's the first call I'm making. I, I know there's some kind of non-contact clause in my contract. <laughs> okay. Well. With that, let's uh, go ahead and sign God off. God damn it, I'm 62 years old. I can't be wrestling. What the hell is he thinking? I think CR needs a drink after this. <laughs> to, in a, I need a drink. drink. God damn it, I'm going to get a whole case. <laughs> he will. And uh, <laughs> I think we'll catch up quickly with Obscene Gene at the, at the home. But uh, this has been HWA Radio here going into the bye week. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week as well. Um, after that, uh, next week, actually, we have the big uh, pay-per-view preview, uh, so that's something to, for you to look forward to. And uh, with that, we, uh, well, that's about it. Any closing words are from CR? Oh, God, help me. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Uh, oh, wait, I got, I, got, I got one more thing one, one more thing to say. All right. Kiss my ass, Pedro, you bastard. Oh, Jesus, God. God he didn't mean that. Oh, for Christ's sake. All right. Anyway, anchor.fm slash HWA rules uh, and HWA rules.com. Join us there. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, folks. Take it easy.